Welcome to the Christian Pregnancy Podcast. I'm Gladys, a mom of two who has been through the struggles of getting pregnant, staying pregnant, being pregnant, followed by a challenging childbirth and postpartum. I believe that children are a gift from God and a journey into motherhood is meant to be a blessed one. But the evil one has come to kill, steal and destroy our joy and peace. And that is why so many are struggling with stress and fear in pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum. As daughters of God, Jesus has come that we may have abundant life. And this abundant life includes joy and peace throughout your motherhood journey. If you are ready to overcome stress and fear in pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum by applying God's word in your life, get ready for a peaceful and joyful ride into motherhood when you discover who you truly are and connect with your Heavenly Father in deeper ways. If you are ready to thrive and not just survive through your pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum, hop on in, sit tight as we ride together into motherhood with Jesus at the wheel. Hi Daughter of God! Today's topic is all about fear and how to overcome it, specifically the fear of miscarriage. I know some women experience this fear especially if they have had a miscarriage before. In my very first pregnancy, I was completely oblivious to miscarriage and I just went through pregnancy without any fear even when there were indications that things were going wrong. Now, it is great to go through pregnancy without fear, but perhaps at that time, this sense of no fear came from a place of, of oblivion rather than of faith. There is a difference between those two. Had I been standing fearless from a place of faith, I would have known what to do or what to pray for or just stand in faith rather than just doing nothing and assuming it will all work out because it should. When I was growing up, we learned about the reproductive cycle during biology lessons. What I learned was that once the sperm meets at the ovum, a baby will be formed and will grow in the womb for around 40 weeks before a baby is born. So that is what I grew up believing and I never really knew that miscarriages were common. I went to search the statistics recently and they were up to as high as 15-25%, to 25%, and that is up to 1 in 4 pregnancies ending in miscarriage. Now don't quote me on that number because every source gives a different percentage. But the main point is that it does happen, although it is not how God created us to be. We live in a fallen world, so there is sickness and disease, and our bodies may not be functioning in the perfect way that God originally intended to. Also, the food that we eat is definitely far less perfect than what God created in the Garden of Eden at the beginning. So, there are many contributing factors to why miscarriages and other illnesses happen to people nowadays. So, when there were warning signs in my first pregnancy that things weren't going as well as they should, I just completely ignored it and it didn't bother me at all because I had learned that once I was pregnant, I would give birth to a baby in 9 months' time. Miscarriages and stillbirths are something that no one talks about where I am at in Asia, and I was oblivious to it and how common it was until it happened to me. Thankfully, now it has become more common to talk about these things, and that is good because with the sharing of experiences, our journey becomes less lonely 
and those who have not ever experienced a miscarriage before would be more aware about what others are going through. This is what I hope to achieve in this podcast, honest sharing of my miscarriage journey and the difficult journey into motherhood, and I hope that this would encourage you. After my first miscarriage, I took a long, long time to heal because that was such a shock to me. When I got pregnant again, I swung to the opposite extreme and was completely fearful of any and every symptom or sign that I felt in my body. The thing is, now that I had the realisation that a miscarriage could happen, all I could do was focus on it and it consumed my thoughts completely. I was just stuck in fear and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to stand in faith and I didn't even know what to pray for or how to pray because I was just so shaken over my first miscarriage. In addition to that, I was feeling so ashamed over my first miscarriage because I believed that it was my fault. I wrongly believed that. And I also wrongly believed that it was a punishment from God because I had done something wrong. And all these are lies from the evil one. So do not ever believe them if you are having these thoughts that you have done something wrong to deserve the miscarriage and lose your baby. This is the evil one coming to kill, steal and destroy your hope and your joy and peace in God. My second pregnancy also ended in miscarriage. I clearly remembered as I watched my baby's heartbeat faintly beeping in the monitor and by the following week, there was no more heartbeat, the monitor was completely still and my baby had died. In that one week in between, I just laid in bed completely struck by fear and afraid to even reach out to anyone to share or to ask for help because I didn't even want to share about my first miscarriage and was keeping the pregnancy a secret since it was at the earlier stage. This repeated itself again, and I knew that there had to be a way to stand firm in God's truth. So I read up, I read pregnancy books, studied the Word of God, and learned how to apply them, so that when I was in my fifth pregnancy with my second child, I could finally enjoy my pregnancy without fear. And this is what I hope to share with you today. To make it easy, I have three simple steps, all starting with the letter P, to help you remember them easily. They are pray, proclaim, and posture. Firstly, to pray. This is to cover the baby's development to be well and perfect. I have covered this topic extensively in a previous episode. So if you go and listen to episode 7, which is the previous episode before this, I went in-depth on how to pray and what to pray for while your baby is growing in your womb. Also, pray the word of God over your baby. For example, there is a verse, Psalm 118 verse 17. I will not die, instead I will live to tell what the Lord has done. Pray that over your baby daily, that your baby will live to tell of God's goodness and give glory to God. You may also pray other verses that you find in the Bible, such as Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, 
and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Pray that nothing evil form against you and your baby shall prosper, and pray against every evil or anything that may cause any harm to you and your baby. So, it is also important to read the Bible daily so that you will know what God says and you can pray according to scripture. And that was the first P, which is to pray. The next P is to proclaim. This is an extension of praying. Praying is asking God based on His will and His word. Proclaiming is declaring the word of God, saying it out loud, and declaring it as a faith confession over you and your baby. Taking the example of the previous verses, you can declare every day, Baby, I declare in the name of Jesus that you will live and not die. You will live and tell of the goodness of God in Jesus' name. And for the next verse, you can declare, In Jesus' name, I proclaim that every weapon formed against me and my baby shall not prosper, whether in the physical or spiritual realm. In Jesus' name, I nullify anything that is not right within my baby and my body, and I speak life over my baby and my body because this is my heritage as a daughter of God. So you can declare the promises of God out loud each day and multiple times a day, especially when you feel fearful. The faith declarations and proclamations drive out fear because these are based on the word of God, which is the light that drives out darkness or fear. So the first P was to pray, the second was to proclaim, and finally we come to posture, the last P. Posture is all about how you live your life daily and how you think as you go through challenging situations. It is about your heart's posture towards God. The best example of godly posture that I can think of in the Bible is Daniel 3 friends, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. They were in a very horrifying situation where most would be fearful for their lives. What happened was that the king had decreed that everyone must bow down and worship a golden idol, but Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego refused to do so. Because they only wanted to worship God, they were to be thrown into a furnace of fire. This would be a fearful situation for most people, but not for the three of them. Let me read you Daniel 3 verse 16 to verse 18, which was their reply to the king in the face of the fearful situation they were facing. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Their posture was that they were certain that God is able to deliver them from the fire. And even if God doesn't, it was okay with them. They will still worship God. How amazing is that posture to be able to stand in faith and say that God is able to deliver. 
But even if it doesn't happen, they would not give in to fear and worship the image of gold. And that is what I hope and pray for you, dear sister, that you would be able to stand in faith and say that God is able to save you and your baby from whatever difficult situation or diagnosis that has been given. God is able and He is capable of intervening. But even if He doesn't, would you also posture your heart to be able to say that even if you have to go through the thing that you fear the most and go through the fire, the furnace of fire, despite all that, would you be able to say that you will not give in to fear and will still worship God? That is what I want for myself and also for you. So here are the three keys to face your fears, such as the fear of miscarriage and facing other fearful circumstances in your pregnancy. Firstly, pray, pray over your baby and pray God's word. Next, proclaim. Proclaim the word of God over your baby and your body. And finally, posture. Posture your heart such that you will stand in faith and will not bow down to fear in fearful circumstances. Pray, proclaim, and posture. These are the three keys that I would like you to start using today. Choose one to start with and take some time to start practicing it today. Let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my dear sister. You know the exact situation that she is in and you know exactly what she is fearful of. You know exactly what she is facing right now. I pray that she would apply these three keys of prayer, proclaiming and posturing herself in a way that pleases you, God. Please help her as she applies what she has heard today. Lord, would you speak to her and also fill her heart with your peace and joy. Fill her heart with your love, which casts out all fear, and may your peace that surpasses understanding guard her heart and mind in you. Thank you for her and her baby, and I speak blessing and life over them. In Jesus' name, Amen. If this podcast has blessed you, please share it with a friend who needs it and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This would help this show bless more women who need to learn to apply God's Word in their lives in the motherhood journey. Also, come join the Christian Pregnancy Podcast free Facebook group and get on the waitlist for the Christian Pregnancy course. The links are in the show notes. See you in the next episode. And may God bless you with His peace and joy always.